Hello and welcome to Terrifying Robot Dog. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we're here to talk about how technology is changing the way we interact with the world. This week, fake news text generation bot omatic. <laughs> Please stay tuned. Terrifying Robot Dog is next. Well, this is fun. Mm-hmm. A, uh... Yeah, where was this when I had papers to write in college? <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean... So OpenAI is uh, an organization that Elon Musk and I think Reid Hoffman and uh, uh, a couple of other well-known people, I think Peter Thiel, put together to try to get AI in the hands of everyone instead of the situation that they felt was inevitable, which was that some private corporation or, or government would end up with all the AI. So they were oh, like, the irony here. Mm. <laughs> they have not developed an AI, an AI that they don't want to give to anyone. <laughs> right. So they're like, oh, let's have, you know, open AI. It's right in the name. And uh, and so they created this text generation machine or program, or I don't even know what to call it anymore, but GPT-2, I think it's called. And uh, they it creates stories. You give it a, basically give it a premise and it creates a story that matches the tone and subject matter and sort of model of the seed phrase. And it's pretty good. <laughs> it is. It is. There's samples in there. Yeah. And it's it's pretty good. And and now OpenAI does not want to release it to the public. Yeah, it's got too much of an obvious use case. Mm-hmm. Even if you, it's like, you know, one the, one of the examples was. Um, they gave it like recycling is bad for the environment. And I think that was the only, that was the only input and it put together a really credible and pretty well-written long article. It was at least 500 words. And about why recycling is bad for the environment and stuff that it's just made up. Yeah. And then it goes on to make suggestions. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, it's like, didn't come out of any, any, input from the you know it's coming up it's, it's based off of input from all over the internet and they've got training different training data sets yeah i think they said it trained on something like 800 million websites which is mm. a huge number right and it's uh you know it basically you know if you're if you're gonna if you came across this piece somewhere online like buzzfeed let's say You'd be like, oh well, you know, this is an opinion piece. There's no, there's no fact in it. There's no, but it, but it has some right. good points. It like makes some points. <laughs> You're like, um, okay, maybe maybe this is a thing. Thing to consider, yeah. Right, and there already exist opinion pieces with which many people would disagree. Like that's not. There's no shortage yeah, there's of nothing, that. There's nothing new there. Mm-hmm. But it puts it, it, but it puts a lot, potentially put a lot more of it out there into the wild that no human has actually written. Mm-hmm. Right. So you end up with, uh, it, and and this is, you know, it's the kind of thing that just keeps getting better. So, at what point does it crowd out the, like, how would you start? To, how do you tell the difference? So, like, yeah. there's like a another example they used that was like, like, oh wow, that's clearly like got a lot of economic value is that they have um, a training set training data for uh, Amazon reviews. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously you could say, you know, um, create 
uh, I don't know, create a reasonable number, like create 700 four and five star reviews for my product and just go ahead and put them in there. Or 700 one and two star reviews for my competitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do both while we're at it. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you detect that? You know, it's like, let's just say that this, yeah, this is, this is harder than finding edited video. Right. It, it's the same problem. It, do, it, it, it creates the same problem. It is, but I think it's a harder one to solve. Mm. Yeah. So, so if you think about, if you think about the range of, um, types of articles is kind of what I want to say. Like the, the, um, you know, like if, if you go to a, a website and you just, I mean, I would love it if there was a jokes one that wrote amazing jokes. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Create hilarious jokes all day long. And so, you know, you've got on the one, one end of the spectrum, perhaps you've got, uh, entertainment and then maybe another end of the spectrum, another place on the spectrum is science and another place in the spectrum is, um, news. You've got, uh, maybe travel writing, which really, you really want to be true, but it's not like people aren't making probably life and death decisions based on it. Probably certainly not making policy decisions based on it. And there's like different styles of, there's different kinds of, it's not even writing. They're not, it's like reviews and jokes and, um, Comments article. on forum threads. Oh yeah, I didn't yeah, like yeah, Reddit comments. Reddit, right? Yeah, and Facebook then social media, and, yeah. right? Exactly. So it's like, geez, um, what? So it's, it is funny because it does seem a little bit more dangerous than video because it's you could blast it all over the place so quickly, so cheaply. Because video, video, mm-hmm. still you've got like bandwidth limitations, and it's harder to. It can be harder to consume. It takes more of your attention. Yeah, and you can't look at a text file and say, okay, was this modified from its original source? <laughs> because the the fabricated story is the original. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's no, there's no bit or no, no blockchain breadcrumb that you could follow there. Yeah. It just wasn't written by a human. Yeah. But again, like people can already lie. It's just a, mm-hmm. you know, if it, let's just like make it the worst, the worst possible example of like uh, making up lies about maybe um, a person, you know, like, like what if, what if an AI, like what if a libel, uh, uh, an AI slanders somebody, like do they get, mm-hmm. does the AI get sued for libel? Like what? Yeah. Yeah. What happens there? What happens there? Yeah. I guess it would be the, the, the people behind the AI, but yeah, like how did the AI get online? Like, yeah, did it? Did but somebody eventually, leave the door yeah. open? <laughs> right, like, like who didn't? It's 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 all down to the guy that didn't walk over and unplug the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't do that, Dave. Yeah, I'm sorry, can't, Dave. I'm can't let you I do, can't that. do that. <laughs> right, it's like I don't know. It's it's just it's you're like, geez, that is kind of creepy. That is very mm-hmm. creepy. Because all of a sudden you take like, um, I heard someone describe it as, as uh, having AI is kind of at the place now where it's like having an infinite number of interns in the basement. Yeah. Where they're not maybe experts, they're still young and they, you know, whatever. It's still, but you've got an infinite number of them. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I kept thinking I'm thinking back to do you remember Ender's Game? 
mm-hmm. where Inder's brother and sister yes. were sort of going back and forth and, mm-hmm. and manipulating things through online discussion to form political policy and things like that. Yeah. And and I'm sort of envisioning that, but it's an AI on both sides. <laughs> right. But then but then they get in such a fight and everybody's sort of picking teams. Picking picking sides, yeah. Yeah. And the fight's not about anything. It's nothing. It's not about anything real. Right. It's something they've fabricated specifically for the purpose of polarizing people into their side or the other side. Right. Yeah. And I mean, there have been news stories recently about about. Um, uh, I don't. I'm not sure if it's. I'm not sure if it's attributed to like Russians manipulating the U.S. election or if it's just it just comes up in that context, but. Um, people wanting that same reaction setting up rallies like at the same time on opposing view sides so like black lives matter and blue lives matter like at the same place at the same time yeah yeah and we've we've even seen it in political rallies recently i have i haven't seen that like i mean like opposing opposing rallies down in el paso a week or two ago and yeah oh okay yeah it's it's that kind of thing but imagine if like it, it feels like it feel, it's like it's like creating um it's like weaponizing 4chan <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> That's what a scary thing oh yeah like how can we troll these people so hard and it's like even it's almost even scarier to imagine people doing it because they think the whole thing's funny like they don't have a right they don't have a and, goal it's just funny and you know there are people that would do that of course yeah right people without dates you know it would be funny if you know and then like something that's going to mess up a whole bunch of people's lives yeah yeah you know some 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 yeah (laughs) i won't say it (laughs) i saw a um uh, an interview on youtube speaking of the video stuff i saw an interview on youtube last night that um there's a lot of conspiracy theories getting discussed and Mm -hmm. uh what in the sort of I'll call him the conspiracy theory advocate. And they were like Googling stuff. Like, so it's, it's a video of them having a conversation. And then like one person's like, come on, no way. And he's like, yeah. And, and the other guy would Google it and pull it up. And, and you know, this, the governor of this state just said this horrible thing. And they're like, no way. And he pulls up this video and like, there's the guy saying it. Mm-hmm. And, and the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, I'm like, look at these two people trusting that video because then the, then the skeptic was like, Oh wow, I guess it did happen. Yeah. And the part of the, the reason why the, the conversation was interesting and I kept watching it was because there was an earlier piece of the conversation where they were like, where they were talking about how um, they had been the victim of, of stories written, clickbait stories written that named them by name and then, but, but we're not true. So in other mm-hmm. words, imagine if somebody starts a rumor about you and it's really juicy and you're a, a public figure, you're the governor of Kentucky and, and I mean, you, I could spread a few juicy rumors about the governor of Kentucky, but <laughs> right. But anyway, imagine it's on. <laughs> right. But imagine it's you <laughs> okay. and you know, they're not true, Yeah. but it, for years, it just keeps getting picked up. That, you know, whatever, you have dogs chained up in your basement or just something completely made up, something ludicrous. Like you didn't even have a basement, but it doesn't matter. You could go on, you could go out forever and ever, amen, and tell people like, look, I don't even have a basement. Like, never mind what I not do right. that. I don't even have a basement. And 
the the problem is that there's so much that's not fun that doesn't that doesn't get rewarded in the online um, sort of click marketplace right what and the people rewarded. who don't want to believe you aren't going to believe you yeah so you end up getting you end up getting sort of you know search for your name and you just get like you get the fake story and it's i hate i I can't i don't want to keep on saying fake news or fake story but it's like a rumor and (laughs) yeah and uh now you to back to this this open ai thing you would never be able to get in front of that like if somebody wanted to you you wouldn't know it's like the ion what was that was the name of that thing that um the low orbit ion cannon or whatever, whatever they used to call that thing the uh Oh God! What a I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, the to DDoS somebody's web server. They they've got all these like robot machines. Um. Anyway, DDoSing somebody's server is just like sending a crazy amount of traffic to a particular server, and it takes a lot of resources to actually do that. So, uh, create like botnets. Yeah, bot. Exactly, it's botnet. But there's a there's like a funny name for it. Like anonymous has a funny name for it, and it's the same kind of thing. You just point this like rumor cannon at somebody. This has actually happened. They did this. There's a name for it too. I'm not going to be able to think of it, but where a bunch of people got together and kind of gamed Google search, search algorithm to, I remember that. Yeah. I think it was like have George W. Bush, like you search for imbecile and George W. Bush would be all the results. So it was something like that. Right. And, and they did that by creating a bunch of pages that had that word linked to like his Twitter account or something. So you could kind of, if you have enough people, you can kind of gain the system. And I, I just said people, if you have enough things that can write credible looking stories, uh, like an infinite number of interns in the basement, mm-hmm. you, can, be, you can game the system. Yeah. There'd be like no, I'm trying to, th- I can't think of a limiting factor. I mean, like compute if, is if so cheap. An, if you have an infinite number of them, you could grind the system to a halt. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. It would take a lot, but. <laughs> yeah. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think what the limiting factor would be. I mean. Hardware. What, yeah. And that's like, and, and you could just use someone else's hardware because you just pump it into mm-hmm. social media plate. You put, you know, put it on medium and LinkedIn and Twitter and it's not your hardware. Like yeah. there's so many ways to do it with like zero cost, Reddit, 4chan, anywhere, anywhere. You just put it anywhere. Yeah. Comments on all the news sites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With links to a medium post or whatever. Uh, WordPress.org's got free sites. I mean, you, you could mm-hmm. do it all over the place. I, I can't think of a limiting factor. The limiting factor, I suppose, would be gatekeepers at, at, all, all, at all of those places detecting that it's a fake account or something. Oof. Yeah, the thing is, I mean, OpenAI has developed this, and they say they don't want to release it because of its potential for, for nefarious uses. But if they've come up with it, you know, someone else will too. It's yeah. just a matter of time. Yeah, it's like it's like, well, we don't want to release this zero-day exploit, but it exists. It's like, well, thanks for telling me. Now everybody's going to yeah, try now harder. Everybody's working on it. Right. You you've just set the bar for everyone else working on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, and it's funny because I keep going back to I think it was the. Washington Post or the Wall Street Journal. It's one of the W ones. <laughs> I, you always get them confused. I do. Um, had the, the sort of, uh, they started to set up kind of guidelines for journalists to deal with fake videos. Yeah. And it kind of boils down to the the, um, the same thing. And in fact, this was mentioned in the OpenAI article, which is that 
people just people are going to have to change the way they consume this inf- like information period mm-hmm. not this information the any information any, any information but are they going to do it though no no i don't think so people are, are people are lazy <laughs> mm. i don't mean that in a negative way but like if i sit down to read something i don't want to have to then spend an hour or two doing additional research to find out if what i read was authentic Incredible, i want to yeah. be able to trust the source that i'm reading it from and mm-hmm. and say okay and then at the same time too how do you vet something that you read online? You do it by reading more stuff online. More stuff online. Yeah, that's and that's that was what's happening in this interview. They were like, you know, it starts off by saying like, oh, people have been spreading these rumors about me and I can't get away from it because they're all of these all of these um, news organizations and websites keep on printing this false information about me. And mm-hmm. then like like later in the same interview, they're using like not the very same websites, but the very same kind of websites to to validate stuff points they were making and i'm like do you not see the irony here like at what point do you you know you're saying like oh you can't trust these stories because i know they're false because they're about me but they're from the same sites where all these other stories that prove my point are also right also live yeah you scroll to the next story you're like oh but this one's true it's not about me so i don't know it's fake so it must be true and it's like it comes down to uh, it kind of goes back to end up in your post-literate society because we just can't trust anything we read anymore. Yeah. And, and I feel like there are more limiting factors with video, you know, I feel like there are too. Yeah. Yeah. It it doesn't seem like, I mean, I assume eventually we'll get to a point where you can make a credible video from scratch that was never edited because it didn't, it's just a cartoon that you can't tell isn't, you can't tell isn't real life. Right. We'll eventually get there. Right. So once we get there, then we'll be in this sort of situation we are with the text. But, but if you, in the meantime, it would be, you know, it would be a lot harder. I have to assume it would be a lot harder to make a credible podcast like this, or if we were doing this over video, it'd be way harder to do that. And to, to go see, even though it's not impossible, I would think it, it would be way harder. Yeah. So per, you know, perhaps that gets more trustworthy at least for now. And that was a yeah, lot of the, I, th- I think for now it is. And also it's, it's more, it's more traceable because there's still, there's an edit trail you can follow. Mm. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's like, um, it kind of goes back to just like, like even a situation where, <laughs> cause I keep on wanting to say journalistic principles and like, like getting this, getting sources yeah. and, and, but then all of that kind of like, it's not, it's far from ironclad. Let's put it like that. So like for, for people who build software, you know, like us, it's like, <clears throat> well, if it's not, if there's like a, you know, big gaping holes, then it's, it's useless, but it's not totally useless. It's just not perfect. So it's like kind of alarming that that's the, that's the way, you know, like, how do you know it? Let's say you're sitting in person and two people are like, you know, your my kids, okay. who, who broke the lamp? He did. Right. No, she <laughs> did. Right. She did. Yeah. Right. So like somebody's lying, mm-hmm. like does that in, in the map that like, and how you would figure that out has a lot to do with like the words they choose to use or the facial expressions or, or um, one of them saying something that is just tough to believe. Like you're telling me right. that the shoe came from the closet <laughs> by itself <laughs> and somehow landed over here. Or that, you know, whatever, whatever. And then you just make a judgment call. Yeah. So, okay. um, So do we go, do we go from one big giant worldwide web to a bunch of 
smaller private decentralized communities that are gated and and heavily moderated right like because when i'm in slack where all the individuals are sort of there i mean they're because you allowed them to enter yeah and i believed that they were real like i I, like we don't even need to get into like well what if they fooled me into thinking that they were real you know like what if i was Mm -hmm. sent a series of email messages oh i didn't even think about phishing scams oh man so what if I what if I sent get sent uh, you know an email from someone credible, it's seeming seemingly credible, and then I send an invite to that email address, and now they're in Slack. It's this it's potentially the same problem, but I suppose the difference is that they could be ejected so easily if they were acting. But yeah, that still gets sticky, and I, I actually it does. I, it gets it gets it's a little easier to control, but it's still there's still ways in ways for them to manipulate and social engineer. Your yeah. way into yeah. communities like that, and I and I have the experience of in the past running a, a small social network that was public. It was just small, and and oh yeah, uh, with the pictures. Yeah, I took this today, and and people impersonating like like troll impersonating somebody else mm-hmm. because of the way the usernames worked, and it was like I and then it was like oh I can you know I can fix this. Because I, you know, I've I've got access to the back end. I can just delete the whatever. But I'm like, but wait a second. I don't know who's lying. Yeah. And I've never met any of these people. I don't, you know, they were just like random strangers on a social network that I created. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh wow. Like it hit me like a ton of bricks at that moment because I realized suddenly that I assumed all along that there was like a particular person attached to this stream of information. And then I was like, oh, wait a second. Like, I don't know at what point I, that could have gone, I could have been faked or it, it could have, I could have been true at one time and then it became not true. And I'm, mm-hmm. and you, so you don't know, you know, whether this behavior is consistent with this individual. Yeah. Oh, that's another good point is like true at one time and then became not true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is you, you know, you might, you might let a real person into your Slack channel for, and then six months later, they may decide to just swap out an AI in their place. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like the classic, Oh my, you know, my Twitter account was hacked. I didn't actually tweet that, you know, for mm-hmm. the last five days, it hasn't been me. And it's like, okay. Like I always look at those and I'm like, is it not you now? <laughs> or was it really not you then? Right, right. Now I can trust you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a great point. How do I know when you've got it back? Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's, it's just wild. It's just so crazy. I, I saw an interview recently with um, Jack Dorsey talking about how Twitter bans people mm-hmm. and or like how they deal with all of this, you know, bots and so forth. And uh, it's it's automated. It sounds like it's all automated, of course, because I mean, how could you even? Yeah. And it's not based on any individual supposedly not based on any individual tweets but patterns of of actions patterns of behavior so if you know you know just let's just say for somehow they notice that um like a hundred accounts were created from the same phone you know stuff Mm -hmm. like that and it's like okay that's that's a bad sign (laughs) So, so what you're saying is eventually we'll just have AI moderating AI. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's where I was going with that. <laughs> and at that point we might as well just, you know, turn off the internet and 
Yeah, we're go, back to Ender's go game. Go outside. Yeah. Right. It's, it's back to the Ender's game thing where you're like, yeah. you know, two two AIs are basically locked in Mortal Kombat, you know, with different um, different different agendas. Uh, agendas. That's what I was going to say. Goals, but I don't know if I can have a goal. Prime Directive, I guess. <laughs> you know, Prime Directive keep bots off Twitter and then like a bunch of bots like prime directive, get this garbage on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So now here's another thing that like, if we sort of a, sort of an assumption that we've been, um, or an, it, something we've been implying is that the stuff that it creates is always wrong, but there are, there have been bots for a while that can do a really credible job typing up a sports story based on facts and they just sort of fill in the color. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. There's going to be not everyone who who will eventually have access to this technology is going to want to use it for 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 destruction and ill and harm. <laughs> a lot of people are going to have legitimate uses for it, mm-hmm. like actual news reporting. It would be wild. Actual, yeah. Yeah, it would be wild if you could say, you know, you're like you're a right, you know, whatever. You work for the New York Times, and you've got something happens, a story event happens. You go there, you get the details, right, and you like fill in like a not a mad libs thing but just like a, a questionnaire almost of like what are the mm-hmm. facts you know who what where why when how blah 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 you fill it in and then it's like all right let me think about this yeah. it writes a story i'll make all this data look interesting now yeah i'll take this data make it readable and you know you can you can have the setting from like dostoevsky to like hemingway like how do i want it to <laughs> and, and there actually is an application called hemingway that does do this to your writing but anyway yeah the, and then it goes out and cross imagine if it would then go out and cross reference everything so you know politicians said this at this place um and then it went out and did the sort of detective work and fact checking and cross referencing that you could do that that a human could do mm-hmm. to and it just automated that for you yeah it just automated that and imagine okay now i'm thinking then the blockchain thin, thing did kind of come in cuz like because then you could, you could have, have a like, paper trail of its validation process. Yeah, you could have verified sources, or you could at least say that a source hasn't changed. So, like, like the, you know, everybody knows, right? You can just go change a website right now. Like, you could have some every, you know, everybody and their brother mm-hmm. linking to a particular um, article on a site, and then you go back and change the article. Right, and so like that link is kind of in the public record, and if it's a popular article it's going to have all sorts of it's going to be rewarded in yeah. search engines and um and probably in, in like algorithms like facebook newsfeed algorithm but then you could just go change the article right i mean we ran into this just a few months ago at work when we were doing all the gdpr stuff and and we had to <laughs> yeah. create like oh you agree to these terms and conditions it's like well yeah but but then the form where we're building these terms and conditions can be edited. So we have to save, okay, what state were these in when this person agreed to them? Yeah, what did so it say way, when they checked the box? What did, it say, what did it say when they checked the box? So every time someone agrees to it, not only do we mark that they've agreed, but we, we make a copy of like, what was the text that they agreed to? Yeah, <laughs> right. And there, were, there was a typo in it at one point. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay, we need to fix that. And, you, and oh, here's another, another one. This is, oh, man. I get that's kind of off topic, but there was another one where it was like there was a checkbox and the mm-hmm. our CSS was messed up. It was actually my CSS was messed up. <laughs> so the text was like white on a white background. Right. People were just checking the box just, because I, they thought they needed to. Yeah. And so like so 
we checked, they, they checked the box. Okay, great. They didn't know what it said, but we stored what it said. So, you know, you go to court or something and it's like, well, no, you checked this box and it said this right next to it. We've got it right in the database. And they'll be like, well, I didn't, I never read that. I know that I never read that. And like, well, you're, you know, you're lying, but they're not lying. (laughs) It was actually my CSS bug. And oh, by the way, (laughs) we could go in and change what it says in the database anytime we feel like it. We could. (laughs) So the whole thing is a complete joke. That other companies are just trusting us not to. Yeah, right. And, you know, the same way that I suppose people trust you not to cook your books, there'll be like penalties. Right. And if there's right. some pattern of, you know, some pattern that clearly you went through and ran like a select all where, you know, <laughs> it, or sorry, insert where mm-hmm. whatever, where ID is populated. Yeah. If you get, you know, a thousand agreements that have the same updated at date. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, to, the point was like, like if you did have in a sense it's a little bit like wikipedia i think because you can see all of the changes on a page like Mm -hmm. who who checks those i don't know do people check that i suppose some people do check that like people having a massive fight in the edits of a a particularly um, controversial wikipedia post and i think it gives some it gives good context i feel like it gives good context assuming it's humans um, which again, I'm assuming, but imagining like, I'm thinking like Twitter verification for a user, but for an article, uh, almost like, um, not just that it hasn't changed, although that would be interesting. That would be good to know. Like, oh, this article has been linked to, you know, a million times all over the internet. It's been unchanged. You know, here's the edit history of it stored mm-hmm. in blockchain. This is the article that everybody read. So like, if you say like this article has been, the link to this article has been clicked like a million times a month. You don't know what everybody read. I mean, let's just what? say every single one of them actually read it. Like they go in, they read the whole thing. You don't know what everybody read because it could be constantly changing. And some sites yeah, are good about be. like, oh, updated at, updated at and these changes. But most people don't. So everybody could be going to this spot and reading this thing. And, and everybody be like, oh, did you read the article about, you know, the, you know, GPT-2? Yeah, we all read it. And, but did we all read the same thing? Maybe not. So anyway, the point of that is like, how would we, even if we, if we could use this sort of AI for good and you could take a real journalist who wrote a real story about a real thing that they witnessed firsthand and then cross-reference it with other things. I'm trying to come up with a way where things could be more credible or verified. Cause right now it's basically like right now that it works like this, uh, was it, it was in the New York Times. Do I trust the New York Times? I do trust the New York Times. Okay, must be real. <laughs> right. That's basically it. Yeah, and it's it's so much simpler that way. If you trust so the New York easier. Times. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so there needs to be and in the way that I mean the way that model works is there's they have something to lose by by uh, printing something false. Feeding you false information. Yeah. yeah. They have a lot to lose. So and, and it has happened. You know, like rogue reporter makes stuff up, doesn't get uh, thoroughly checked and published and whoops. So, you know, when, it, when there's a physical paper involved, there's no, there's no undoesies, you know, <laughs> right. you got to like actually own it and fix right. it. And there's people there whose entire jobs it is to ma- is their entire job is to make sure that what they're, what's being printed is true. Mm. So trying to think of like a way to combat 
because it one it, like once you've got AIs fighting it out, and there's no there's no f- I mean like no physical limit down like maybe mm-hmm. down to the millisecond level, but I mean it's not like yeah just just turn off the internet go outside yeah that's it that's that's my solution that's real yeah it gets really weird I mean the situation has been the situation has been like this since since mass media started. It's like you just trust that it's real, and you know I'm sure I'm sure anybody listening can pick a news outlet that they don't trust. You know, yeah. maybe it's maybe you don't trust the New York Times, maybe you don't trust Fox News or Yellow Journalism. It's all opinion, it's slanted, it's infotainment. Um, maybe you trust John Oliver more than any of them, and 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 he's like, no, these are just jokes, <laughs> like a comedian, you know? Yeah. And uh, so it's always been like that. The problem is, but the there were limiting, there were like financial limiting factors. There was reputation to be lost and, and with reputation money, but there's no, if you take all the economics out of the situation and you've got this like commons, that's basically free. It makes a major difference. It's like a huge difference. I think you're right. We just end up, let's like, like go climb a tree or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, is this real? <laughs> this is so real. Camping. I'm sure this tree is real. It's as real as it gets anyway. Hmm. Yeah, the fishing thing kills me. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. That's bad. Now, like, now my gears are turning. Like, oh, okay. Um, we get, somebody gets access to, like, uh, somebody gets access to an email account. And you don't just get access to the person's context. You get access to all the emails they've ever sent. You know, like, say it's Gmail. I get access to somebody's right. Gmail. Right, you're going be able to write some very convincing very, emails with all of that seed data. Very convincing. Like even even Google's own predictive text replies get better and better as they go on. Yeah, they're amazing. I love those. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like it's like just Google's me and another person just like clicking a button. <laughs> you know, like getting back to each right, other. Right, you're just clicking buttons back and forth to each other. Yeah. yeah I'm like, like can, Google Assistant could just take over this entire conversation on both ends. Yeah, exactly. Just let me know when you're done. <laughs> right. Just uh, send me a send me a. Let me know what the end result is. Just put it on my calendar, and we're good. Yeah, it's already it's already. Uh, I don't know if I'm making this. I don't know if I just want this so bad, or if I actually read about it, but. It start no. It started to do this. It started to suggest like it can tell when somebody's trying to set up a meeting. Mm-hmm. It'll suggest times. It suggests times, and it, based on what's in your calendar. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, leave me out of it. Just keep going. Put it on right. my calendar. Like I don't even. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like eventually, the AI will be scheduling your whole day for you. <laughs> right. I feel like we're almost there. And you mostly I, won't care. Right. I mostly won't. I mean, I already have, I'm like one, one step away from that right now because I have a, a, a application called Calendly, which mm-hmm. I, you know, can see my Google calendar and it, uh, it present like if somebody wants, if somebody says, Oh, you know, could we get coffee or something? I'm like, yeah, sure. Here's this link. And they go to the link and they just pick a time on my calendar and they book it. And I've got all right. these rules set up, like padding around events and, you know, travels involved then it needs to have like an hour on both ends and uh, don't want to don't want to take event uh, events after 5 p.m yeah or, exactly yeah, yeah, i've, I've got to use it too yeah and it's great but like like google you know to, to back to like seeing my send history every time somebody sends me one of those requests i reply with the same basically the same thing in fact i have it in a text mm-hmm. expander so it's it's like exactly the same pretty much every time you know, sometimes I'll edit it a little bit for tone because maybe the person I'm really good friends with, or maybe they're, maybe right. they're someone I 
just met and they're like a real professional type and I don't want to be casual with them. So with very small variations, you'll get this, like Google could easily get back to that email, for, get back to that person for me. And then it would show up in my calendar. I'd be like, oh, I guess, I guess, I guess that happened. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I have a meeting with someone. I don't know. I don't remember it, but I don't remember lots of things. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> Man. Well, but like you said, like just the, the fact that somebody published the, uh, somebody put the idea, I mean, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure like people had this idea already. Yeah, it can't be a new idea. Mm-hmm. It's just super. So if folks should go, uh, go to the show notes and find the article. Be, uh, we'll have a link to it because the, um, the, the one about the unicorn, I found particularly entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote an article about yeah. the, the, the prompt was something like, uh, scientists discover a unicorns. A of, yeah. In the yeah, a herd of unicorns in like a previously unexplored section of south america or something like yeah that. in the andes mountains and uh and much to this the scientist's surprise they could speak perfect english and the, right. the, the ai wrote that part i think i think that the the prompt was just that unicorns were discovered by scientists in the andes and then it writes this whole article about like what they named them and uh and that they could speak perfect english and the history of unicorns and it was like it was super if it, <laughs> If it wasn't, it wasn't believable because it was unicorns. But it, right, <laughs> but if you took if you name something that's real but controversial, like some new virus discovered. Oh God! Imagine that. Uh, a really convincing. I mean, someone could do this now, but it's like there's something about the volume of it that humans, like a human, would never be able to get out in front of it. Mm-hmm. There's just too many. Like the the. Like, think about what you do now. Like, you hear a story, where do you go? I mean, I, I think we've said it before. Like, Snopes has, has this is like their game to lose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like of any any online brand related to trust, like, what's bigger than Snopes? <laughs> yeah. You know? It's like their whole reason for being is to, like, check these things out. And, the, and And here's the wild thing. They don't say yes, true, no, not, I mean, they do sometimes, but it's like, they'll, they'll do like a confidence rating and it's like 85% accurate or something like that. Yeah. Mostly true. Mostly false. Mm-hmm. Man, they need an AI. That's who needs an AI. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is fun. <laughs> well, we, we should probably wrap up there. Um, I am going to go do something in the real world yes me as well i'm I'm going to go probably bake chicken yeah it will be real chicken it will be actually chicken we're gonna go we're gonna go kick people in a karate dojo that will be very real as well yeah that will be real you will feel it Mm -hmm. they will feel it real as it gets (laughs) oh my eye then i'm going to I gave myself a black eye in my sleep the other night again. Come on. I hadn't done it in a while, so. Does Richard, like, tickle it with a feather so you, like, think there's, a like, a mosquito or something and you just, like, whack? Just punch myself? No, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think I just, just sometimes get a little a little violent. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, that's it for this week. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we hope you join us again next time for Terrifying Robot Dog. Bye. Bye. <laughs>